This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Midday Podcast, Midday Podcast. None of you guys care because you don't care what time I record. Usually I record at night. It's midday. It's 11.52 a.m. on a Monday. Wife's got a tricky schedule this week, so... uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm recording, baby. I got a lot to get to. Great fight Saturday. Got a lot to talk about. First and foremost, I want to thank all those people who watched uh, the recap show, I guess, the recap live. We we, we streamed it, Dev and uh, Tim and I. We streamed it on Twitter, and we did it on YouTube as well. We got some good numbers. Um I really appreciate that. Listen, we're trying to we're trying to grow here. We're trying to, to make it to the top. I love MMA. It's my passion. Doing this as a hobby right now. I don't care about getting in this legit the truth. You know, I got a job that I'm okay with. Um, getting paid for this would just be a benefit. But I just want to bring unfiltered takes and opinions that are mine and not get changed by corporate or whatever. So the more people we have, I think is awesome. Um, obviously the, the, the end game for when people get viewers is to get sponsorships. And, uh, I've had opportunities to get sponsorships and I've turned them down, um, only because I feel like you guys listening to me is doing me a favor. Right. And I don't want to put you guys through these bullshit ads, right? Like if I get to read the ads, I would do it. Um, but it was a pre-rolled thing. Like, I don't know some podcasts do that. Now, if you hear that, it's almost like a commercial in the podcast and listen, everyone's got bills to pay. Everyone's got to do what they got to do. Some guys are charging for picks. They're doing that. That's not going to happen here. So ride with me. We got more content and, uh, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it, babe. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Um, I want to get off the chest. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. That was pretty cool seeing that. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing that, you know, midday card. So I got to do it when I came home, went to the buddies to watch the fights. And uh, it was fun wrapping up. It was fun chopping up after a fight. Your energy's flowing uh, and it, it, it's fresh in your mind. So you got all these quick takes. You got all these things going. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I enjoy doing that. And um, usually I can't do it because the fucking fights are over at like one Eastern Standard Time. And I'm an old man. I go to bed. I can't, you know, maybe, maybe since I had so much fun doing it, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll tough it out. Cause usually Tim, he puts them back and Dev is, uh, he's on the West coast. So it doesn't affect him as much, but, uh, that should be fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. So thank you for tuning into that and keep tuning in, keep subscribing, keep, keep rating, keep reviewing, keep doing that. Keep doing everything. And takes podcasts on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Let's go. All right. So I got some shit to talk about before we get to the fights. I'm obviously, gonna do, this is a recap show. I'm going to end with, uh, recapping all the fights, tell you how Dev and I did on the pickums and all that shit, how I did gambling, whatever. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you, you probably already know that, but is what it is. Um, so the first thing, the most pressing thing on my mind, and this is so insignificant, and I apologize, but I'm a I'm a gearhead, right? I I I, I preached weeks ago about ha- having good sound in your podcast, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so sure, the company that makes this microphone that I'm talking to right now is the Joe Rogan microphone, Sure SM7B, Industry Standard. All these podcasts have them. Love the microphones, great. I've tried out other microphones in the past, yada yada. I really like Sure. They're an American-made company. They're in Illinois. I say Chicago, but I don't know if they're actually Chicago, they're Illinois. And um, you know what? I, I support them. I like them. I need to get a pair of headphones from them. They're a great company, right? Uh, a lot of these other companies, especially in the music business uh, or the sound business, I should say, headphones, microphones, whatever, they come from Germany and, and, and Europe and all these other places. So I like supporting American companies. Anyway, 
For two weeks now, they've been teasing a new microphone that is basically the new version of what I have right here. But it's going to have a USB input so you can plug in your computer a little more modern. It's got an XLR, all that stuff. So I was obviously intrigued. I'm like, ooh, I can always use some gear. I was like that. So they've been teasing it for weeks. I hit my guy up at Sound, uh, Sweetwater. I think I've told you this before anyway. doesn't matter. So Sweetwater's like, yeah, we don't really know much information. So I tweeted at uh, Sure like four days ago. And was like, hey, on the 26th, is that like an unveiling or for purchase? And they responded back. And this is how I read it. <clears throat> I'm a very petty person. And I sometimes feel like people are talking down to me when they're not. And, and I feel like this is how the person typed it. They said, you can purchase on the 26th, but the demand's going to be pretty high. So it was almost like they were like, hey, little guy with 140 followers, um, you're not going to get your hands on this pretty little new microphone. You know what I mean? That's how I took it. I went, motherfucker, what? I didn't respond to that. I just went, uh, yeah, I know. That, but, uh, what? Because I think I said to them, I had my sweet, sweet water guy in, on speed dials, what the original tweet was. And they responded with that. I'm like, motherfucker. So I, I hit my sweet water guy up again. I said, hey, I, put me on the list. I don't give a fuck. Put it on the card, whatever. So I woke up today. I, I was on vacation last week, woke up today at 4 a.m., wife snoring, rattling the fucking house, floorboards are shaking, dogs barking, she's snoring, she's eight months pregnant, guys, I'm going to give her a pass, but I move up and I get to the couch, right, and, and I got, uh, it's 4 a.m., I got to wake up at 5.30, hour and a half left, but I couldn't fall back asleep, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, nervous energy going back to work for the first day, so really with a week off or whatever, you know, it's excited, nervous energy, I like my job, I like the people I work with. So I don't know what it was. I just couldn't go back to sleep. Anyway, my OCD brain goes, ooh, it's the 26th today. Get on Sweetwater. Sure enough, they have the microphone, the, sh the microphone I want. And it's available in stock, no pre-order, no nothing. It's in stock. So I ordered it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, boom, done. And then and then I didn't realize they come in two colors. They come in silver and black. And I was like, you know what? And sure doesn't give a shit because they're making money. And I like supporting the company. I like the company, but I ordered two. I ordered black and silver. Cause I can't make up my minds. So I basically tweeted at them just a second ago that I used that Jordan thing, you know, from the Jordan documentary. And I took that personally. I feel like you talk down to me. Oh, this guy, yeah, 140 followers. Oh, you got a podcast. That's cute. You, you, this ain't for you, bud. You know what I mean? We're, 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 we're hitting up the streamers. We're hitting up the Twitchers. We're hitting up the, and then, and then, I'm the sure guy. Okay. I'm the gear guy. So hopefully I like it. We'll see. I think they're coming tomorrow. I paid for expedient shipping. Um, and I believe they're both coming tomorrow. I believe they both come from. No, oh, no. Yeah. They're both coming tomorrow. What am I talking about? Yeah. They're both. It, it come Fort Wayne, Indiana is where Sweetwater is based three hours away from me. I did UPS. I know they're going to come tomorrow, Bada bing, bada boom. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, and so I'll test out. We'll see how it goes. I might be selling one. I might be selling what I'm talking on now. We'll see how it goes. So, uh, I I've had some pretty good luck in selling some gear. So, um, yeah, I was just, I was just amazed by that. Like, you know, don't, you know, don't talk down to me. And again, it's my own ego, me getting my own way. But, um, that's how I read it. That's how I took it. And I took it fucking personally. I'm like Michael Jordan. Okay. Don't tell me motherfuckers. Don't tell me. Cause you don't realize I'm going to wake up at four in the morning 
and check that motherfucker every five minutes so you add it to the website and boom i'm gonna buy it and i hope they sell out like they they basically told me on uh on twitter but they were gonna the man's gonna be pretty high and i you know they're gonna sell out i hope they do because i like the company i've said that before sponsor the podcast to fire the person who responded to me on twitter that way sponsor the podcast um but uh what was I gonna say? No, I hope they sell out because then I got two and I'm I don't need to. I'm gonna sell one. So uh if they sell out, I can go boop boop, jack up the prices like the old hand sanitizer people do. Yeah, they sound hand sanitizer $80 a fucking little container. Fuck off, you cocksucker. If you do that, like if you're one of those, if you if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that hoarded toilet paper and hoarded hand sanitizer and then sold it uh at bulk to make money in the middle of COVID, just turn this off. This podcast ain't for you because, I mean, you suck, right? I want all the listeners I can get. I like all different kinds of people. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care your race. I don't care your gender. I don't care your sexuality. I don't give a shit about any of that. I could care less. But if you're one of those people, I care, okay? Just don't. Just stop listening. That's just so inconsiderate and so fucking just idiotic. Like, I understand, like, stocking up on toilet paper. But literally, like, I remember seeing a video where there was a woman who had, like, 15 giant rolls of toilet paper in her cart. And she went back to the aisle and was grabbing the final roll or final big 24 pack of more toilet paper. And this other woman's like, no, this is mine. And the woman goes, and they fought for it. And the woman with 15 fucking toilet papers in her cart won. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? How much shitting are you doing? I shit a lot. Okay. Your boy dumps. And I've never been constipated and I would never do that. That is just so fucking ridiculous um yeah what else we got going on wife is super pregnant like i said she's snoring she's doing good i got to see my baby for the first time was on vacation last week i was supposed not supposed to work it i told myself i was gonna work it i worked tuesday monday i woke up it was raining and i'm like i don't feel like getting wet and then uh tuesday i went into work great day and then wednesday um i woke up and was like oh i get to see i was excited because that was my first ultrasound i got to go to my wife's eight months pregnant and I've yet to go to an ultrasound with to see my baby yet because of COVID. They can't bring anybody in. It's just my wife. And then the one time I could go, I couldn't go, um, that they were allowing people. So we got to go because my wife's measuring a little big. So we want to see how big the baby is. And like, I mean, you're eight months and you can see the facial features. I mean, you can see it. I mean, it's a person. It's not just black and white photos. And it was incredible. And then um, went out with uh, with my girls, my wife and, and, and my daughter, and just had a really good day. And I was like, you know what? This is my last vacation this year. I'm going to take it. So I enjoyed the week, and, 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 I, and I don't regret it. But um, it was supposed to work. But it was so awesome seeing my little baby. Another girl, if you didn't know, I'm having another girl. She's due uh, Thanksgiving week. She's definitely going to come early. Measuring a little big, but not crazy big. Nothing, uh, nothing shocking. Heart good, bone strong. She's a strong little girl. She's a petri. You know, she's my daughter. She's gonna be strong as fuck. Um, and she looks as cute, cute as can be. I can't, I can't wait to hold her. I can't wait to meet her. Little Hazel. Hazel's her name. Uh, I love it. And uh, yeah, so that's coming up. So it probably, I don't know when it's gonna happen because my wife's gonna give a natural birth up until this point. They haven't told her she's, um, <clears throat> they haven't told her about a C-section yet, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I might miss a show or two uh, with this, which not a big deal because life comes first. But uh, yeah, so I just want to say that. And there was probably another thing I wanted to bring up too. I'm all worked up about something. I'm always worked up about something. Uh, wife's at the store right now. I got to kind of finish up uh, this pocket. Trying to do this podcast real quick. Oh, oh, the big thing. Okay, I should have led the show with this because I already 
again, thank you for everyone that tuned in on, on, on Twitter and YouTube. That was awesome. Um, I just went over the whole mic thing about how <clears throat> that's important to me and audio and everything's really important to me. So we were going to put that as a podcast. I was, I recorded it via my, my, my mixer here, my setup. And, um, I thought it was a great show, right? I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. Now you can watch it on my Twitter. Remember it takes podcast on Twitter. You can rewatch it. it. You know, we felt, I felt really good. I felt, yeah, I thought it would have been a good podcast to put out. We, it was a knee jerk reaction right after the fights. Yada, yada, yada. And, um, I'm using new software. So I had this, this company, you know, I don't like doing free ads. I had this company. I'm not going to name their names because I don't want to disparage them, but they were a streaming software that you paid for and I had them and they just, it just didn't really work all the way I wanted. It was very confusing. Um, there's a ton of options out there. So I, I, I moved on from them and then I, I went with StreamYard, which is a, a browser based. Everyone uses it. It's very common. It's very easy to use. And I used that for the first time with the boys on uh, Saturday. And it was awesome. It worked flawlessly. Quality was good. Uh, no one cut in and out. My problem is, is I didn't do the proper preparation to set up all the audio right. So my microphone was on for my mix. So you could just hear me. But I didn't have it set up where the guys were coming through here. So a lot of technical. I fucked up, right? So if you watch it. Um, they couldn't hear the music and there was a reason for that. I fucked up. And then if you watch it, my microphone's not on. So the way you're hearing me is through the speakers of the computer. And I know no one, maybe one or two people, but no one's going to really notice that stuff. Um, they're just going to, you know, they're, they're enjoying the quality of the show or whatever they're doing, but I watched it back and I rarely watch our stuff back or listen to things back. And it, it made me my blood boil because I fucked up. I should have taken that extra time. I was excited for the to just to talk about the fights. Should have taken the extra time as a new software, new program, whatever. And I fucked it up. And I'm so mad at myself. I'm so mad because I feel like that was a really good show. We had some good viewers. You guys tuned in. You guys are awesome. And the audio isn't what I wanted it to be. It makes my blood boil. Like you guys, like I'm so competitive and I'm so like meticulous about certain things like you know some things i'm a slob and some things i'm i I don't give a shit about other things i really care about and believe me when i tell you like my blood was boiling when i watched that boiling i was so fucking mad that i couldn't that it was everything was perfect except the audio on my end right and then i couldn't make the podcast out of it um because i fucked that up too like you could only just hear me going yeah 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 you mean it was a conversation with myself because you couldn't hear the boys uh, very disappointed in myself. It will never happen again. Never say never ever, but it's never going to happen again. All right, that's it. Let's get to the fights. That's 15 minutes of bullshit. Woo. All right. So Devin and I competed. I've, I've prefaced this before to let you guys know that Devin is, um, we're in a heated battle, right? He thinks he's the best in the world. He picks like a picker. He doesn't pick like a gambler. Um, we call him chalk Tahada. The guy knows how to pick fights. I'm, not, I'm never going to disparage him. He's a worthy competitor. He's fantastic at what he does. He knows the fighters in and out. He's a huge fan. It's the only sport he watches. <clears throat> I'll never question his knowledge of the sport, his knowledge of the fighters, or anything like that. Obviously, I disagree with him sometimes when we pick fights. That's the fun of it. You got to disagree with people when you pick fights. So this is a big battle for us because the last time we all competed, Tim won and, and Devin and I tied. Well, we tied again. We went 4-4. Um, Devin is upset because he picked more fights right, but he wanted to get more points, but I picked more props right, 
And so it was kind of, he wanted, we're going to have to come up with a tiebreaker. I'm going to figure it out. Um, this is the first UFC card, I think since 2011, 2012, I did look up the stat. I should have wrote it down that all underdogs or excuse me, all favorites won. So Robert Whitaker, I had as an underdog, he closed as a pick em, slight favorite. And then, uh, Shakvat Rachmanon, he was a slight underdog and he closed as a favorite. And so all the favorites won on this card. You know me, I'm dog chasing. <laughs> I'm dog chasing. The only thing we got was Sam Abbey had a draw. He was a significant underdog. It was a draw. So you got to push on that with your money if you bet Sam. Um, but yeah, Devin and I tied 4-4. Uh, I went 7-4 and four in my picks. Not too bad. Not too bad. I won my slime ball parlay, which is I call um, uh, a uh, basically a chalky parlay, right? I hit that. And then I lost my underdog parlay. Uh, Whitaker won it for me because I did actually bet him at plus money. I got him at plus 100. And then um, Harris lost, obviously. And then I had June, who was an underdog. But he was the favorite that <clears throat> that I put with my underdogs. And he pushed. So I almost won everything. And then I lost I lost on Gaethje because I bet Gaethje straight up. All right, first fight of the night was Joe Alvarez versus Alexander Yokolov. Uh, Devin and I both were Alvarez. Listen, this kid's fucking good on the ground. I think people need to... Quit sleeping on him, including myself. I'm talking to myself. I sleep on this kid a lot. Listen, he's tall. He's lengthy. 155. Yakulev has fought as high as 70. He's not a small man. He, I think he might have even a little been a little bigger than Alvarez. He's a wrestler. He's a grappler. He went down. He got his almost his fucking neck taken. He got his arm taken home with him. Verbally tapped. Great performance by Alvarez. This kid's dangerous on the f- ground, baby. Do not want to go to the ground with this guy. Uh, you know, I, he's 18 and 2. He's got a great record. Got to step up with the competition now. You got to fight somebody at 155. That fucking division is full of sharks. So, is he going to make a run? I don't know. Is his ground game that good? I don't know. I want to see him against a real live wrestler. Um, and we'll see what he does. If his jits is that good, yes, I said jits. Um, I, I can't. I, I've earned it. <laughs> Not really. I haven't. Um, but yeah, Yoel Alvarez, I mean, time will tell. I want some step up in competition before I decide on him. But again, regardless of the step up in competition, his fight so far in the UFC, I have slept on him big time. Next up was Miranda Ravik versus Yana, uh, Liana Jojua. Dev and I split on this. I took Jojua because, man, how could I not? So sweet. Such a sweet, sweet looking lady. Uh, Miranda Ravik, Norfolk, Virginia, VA. Uh, tough. Tough as they come. In shape. Um, they were banging out on the feet. Miranda was screaming like a tennis player after every punch, every combination she threw. I like this girl. She's young. She's eight and two. She's got a little bit long way to go. Uh, not a long way to go. Excuse me. She's got some, some ways to go. Cause she's so young. She's hittable. She's got to clean some things up. Jojua, not a world beater, not the best in the world. Uh, you know, she just needs to move to America, move to Cincinnati and it, we'll set her up. Um, got a horrible cut on her nose. You know, she's got that big nose. One of the first few fights where the doctor stopped it. Um, because of the cut, but not because the cut was going in her eyes because they couldn't stop the bleeding. And, and I agree with that. It was a huge gash on her nose. Why like fucking almost like lose your nose or whatever the fuck could have been a lot worse. Um, I, a lot of people, when, when cuts get stopped in women's fights, a lot of, uh, people, you know, scream sexist and stuff, but I think that was hundred percent the right call. You can't get to stop the bleeding. It was a giant gash in her nose. Uh, I know Jojo did not want the fight to stop. She yelled no when they, when they stopped it, but, uh, impressed by Moran Ravitch. She, she can do something at 125. I like her build. I like her, uh, her physicality. I mean, she's pretty, pretty ripped up for that division. So, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see what she got moving forward. But yeah, that was a little disappointing. I mean, again, no unders won. You got to take shot at unders, baby. You can't win betting all chalk. I mean, even though a buddy of mine's buddy, right. And we all work at the same place, but I don't really know him. He put 10 bucks on, took all chalk and won 700 bucks so 
good luck. That's a lottery pick. That's a lottery win. Hopefully he does something smart with that money, like like take it off. Because to me, a guy that's betting $10 going all chalk isn't a guy that gambles a lot. So take your $700 and, and ride off in the sunset because uh, I think you're going to eat alive if you try to do that every time. Because that's what happens. You hit a $10 parlay and you win a lot of money. You're like, fuck, I'm going to do this every weekend, right? And it's so easy to pick the favorites. It's so easy to pick the guys you know. You know, it's when you get in the weeds and, you know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Dongon Jr. versus Sam Alvey. This fight, uh, listen, I thought I thought Un won, right? I mean, the third round could have been a 10-8. Sam Alvey got dropped. He was beat up all over the place. Dongon Jr.'s fight IQ stinks. Um, he should have put Sam away. He started to grapple a little bit. The first round, I think, was Alvey's round. Alvey was actually fighting back and throwing hands a little bit and, 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 and pressuring and, and um you know, trying to get, try to get it done. Usually he just sits back and counters in the second round. He s- slowed down a little bit and just became a counterfighter again, but, uh, not impressed with either guy. I think Sam Alvey maybe bought himself one more fight in the UFC. Not really sure what his contract situation is. I think if he lost, I think it would have been cut now to draw. Maybe they could still cut him. Uh, don't know, but Dong on big guy for two five. He's a big motherfucker. You don't see, this isn't, I guess, racist or, or stereotypical, whatever you want to call me. You don't really see that many, that big of like Asian people, right? He's Korean, right? So I've always seen like the, the, the Asian guys are like really big heavyweights or, but you never see a guy who's like really just well-built and big. Like he's a good sized dude. He's got some good genes. I think he's really, really good. Um, could be, excuse me, could be really good. He looked like shit in this fight. He should have knocked out Sam Alvey, but he did it. So it is what it is. Sh- uh, Shavkat Rachmanov versus Alex Oliveira. Love this fight. This is my underdog lock when he wasn't an underdog. Devin happened to ride my coattails. Really like this kid. This kid's big. He's long. He's calm in there. Um, he's very fluid. He's smooth. He's really good on the ground. He's got a guillotine choke, choked out Oliveira, which was fucking nasty. He had that in the whole way. Um, usually when guys, guys jump the ghillie, you gotta be careful jumping the ghillie nowadays, right? Uh, and this guy knew it all the way. He's like, I got this, I got that squeeze, I got this neck, it's fucking over. Um, impressed with this kid. I want to see, you know, listen, you, you when you fight a guy like Cowboy Rivera, who's obviously not ranked, but he's a big name, he's fought the who's who. You gotta bump up from that. You gotta go up from that. Rockman at 170, you know, Neil Magny jumps out at me. They're 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 built similar. Is he ready for a guy like Neil Magny? I don't know. He's only 13 and 0, but that's the first name that popped to my mind since uh popped in my mind since Magny's not getting uh, Chimaya, right? So you, you got to expedite this guy, I think, because I think he's talented. I think he has the skills. You can let him beat low-level guys if you want, but I think he's ready for a real deal. Case Kenny versus Nathaniel Wood. Fight of the night. Awesome fight. Case Kenny looked fantastic in this fight. Nathaniel Wood looked good, too. Nathaniel Wood's going on saying he thought he won it. Um, it was close, but you gave up that takedown. I, I leaned Kenny for this fight. I think Nathaniel Wood maybe won the third round. That was it. Um, it definitely wasn't 30-27, which I think a judge had. It definitely was 29-28. I think Nathaniel Wood maybe could have won that, that third round, but Kenny got him down that second round. First round, Kenny was the aggressor, landing the bigger shots, landing that body kick. Uh, second round, Nathaniel Wood landed more, but Casey stalked forward, controlled the pace. I didn't realize Casey Kenny went home. I thought that was a huge mistake. I thought he stayed on the island. He went home for 10 days, came back. That takes a lot. I know your teammates are fighting. You want to fly over the coaches. I get it. But that just takes a lot out of your body. He slowed down that third round. But again, the pace was extremely high. Luckily, this fight was at 140, so they didn't have to make that extra five-pound weight cut. Um, both guys, I think, are top guys. Nathaniel Wood, I think, needs to clean up some things. I think I said this on the wrap-up show, the recap show, is I think maybe he needs to kind of leave where he's at in England. I think it doesn't even have to come to America, but I think he needs to get some different looks. I think he's the same fighter he was 
when he debuted that he is now, right? A guy that likes to get in a firefight, that likes to throw hands. You know, he's going to take a shot to give a shot. Decent on the ground, good cardio, but he's not proving. He's not showing me anything. I think he could be really good if he just had an X factor. Casey Kenny, the exact opposite. This guy's getting better every day. Indiana kid now in Arizona. I don't know if he lives in Arizona, but that's where he trains out. He trains out of with Benson Henderson out there in the lab in uh, Glendale, Arizona, maybe. I don't know. Um, anyway, him switching to Sal Paul with that kick and his wrestling is is nasty, right? I mean, the only guy Casey Kenny really is going to run into that's going to give him problems is a guy like Marab, the guy who's already beat him. Um, other than that, this kid's going to be ranked. This kid's going to be fighting some some tough guys, and uh, he's an exciting fighter. Exciting fighter to watch. He's getting confident with his hands. He likes his hands. I noticed though when he got tired in that third, he started to get a little sloppy. His technique wasn't as good, which happens to everybody. He's got to be careful with that because that's when the thinner would start hitting, start landing some shots. If you go in against a guy who can can really really crack, that could be a problem. But again, short notice fight. Went home, came back. It, it, you know, it's been a whirlwind for him, so I'm not going to hold the cardio issue against Kenny. I'm not going to say he has a cardio problem, um, but tighten that up a little bit. I think this kid can be a problem. Tie two of us with Stefan Struve. I'm so glad I stayed away from this fight. Devin and I both picked Struve. I mean, the guy just quit. I mean, body shot, barely got uppercut it, and just quit. Ty Tuivasa, a guy I just don't love, right? You know, he pissed the bed after he won. He got drunk and stuff, and that's cool, you know. People are going to gravitate towards that. People are going to like that. Like the Nelk boys were there. They're going to love it, right? Um, I don't like it. I, I I don't really care for him. I, 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 I don't like his personality, and I really don't think his skills are all that great either. I think you feed him to another heavyweight. Uh, you know, give him any heavyweight in the top 10, top 15, top whatever. Anybody that wants to strike with him, I think he gets slept. Uh, Stefan Struve, I think maybe is done. I think it's time for him to hang him up. If not hang him up, I think the UFC needs to let him go. Go get some paychecks in Bellator. Go get some paychecks in PFL. They're always looking for heavyweights. You got a name to you, uh, but you're not UFC caliber at this point. And those are just facts. I mean, you're just not. You're just not doing it. <sighs> One of the fight of the nights, not fight of the nights, Performance-wise, but five of the nights I was looking forward to, Magomed and Kalaya versus Ian Kutulaba. I've been on Ian Kalaev since the beginning, right? Uh, well, excuse me, since the first time they fought. He hasn't been my day one guy. Uh, the first time they fought when it was the, the mysterious, weird, was he hurt, was he not hurt uh, stoppage. I said, run it back a million times. And Kalaev's going to knock this dude out. He just, he's too fast. He's too straight. Uh, his punches are too straight. He's just too good. And uh, they rematched. And, and Ian Kalaev looked like he was a little out of sorts in the beginning because he let, Kutalaba close the distance and throw those wild shots. He got clipped on the head a few times. Um, and then once he started finding that straight left hand, I was like, oh, it's over. And then boom, put him out that straight left hand. Gorgeous straight left hand. Can't nothing to take away from him. Listen, that that was a finish. That was a clean finish. This kid's a player 205. 205 is really interesting right now. This kid can wrestle. This kid has good takedown defense. Um, his submission defense obviously can be questions because Paul Craig. Uh, submitted him with a second left. That also could have been uh, a cardio issue. It, hopefully he's a young guy. Hopefully his cardio is cleaned up. Um, but this kid can strike. He's got an incredible kick. Devin said on the podcast, his high kick is unbelievable. His front kick's really, really good as well. And that piston-like left hand is a problem. Um, I want to see him fight anybody in the top 10. Anybody. Give him Yuri. Give him Reckick. Give him Johnny Walker. Jimmy Crute, who's not in the top 10. But give him anybody. I want to see this kid fight all of them. I think he's the real deal. Keep him active, right? Feels like Kutalaba fight drug on for three months because they really want to run that back. Let him get a quick turnaround. January, put him on the Connor card, main card, right? Um, give him a name. I, I, I think 205 is boiling right now, and I think this kid could be right in that mix of exciting prospects that are going to knock you the fuck out. Lauren Murphy versus Liliana Shakrova. I just called her haircut. 
Um, Laura Murphy, this girl's just disrespected. I disrespected her because of the way her face looks. Um, but besides that, her talent is unbelievable. She's so aggressive. She's so big in there for 125. Yes, she's 37. Yes, she's going to be 38, I think, soon. Um, doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter. She's 14 and four and she's looked great. She just got to finish her first submission finish over a decorated wrestler. Apparently. I don't know. See, that's bullshit though, because she's a wrestler from a very small country. I mean, uh, my daughter who's three years old can probably qualify. You know what I mean? So how good was the wrestling? She's definitely on her side. Leah, uh, Shakarova. This is the first time I think I could pronounce a last name better than a first name. She needs to go to 115. 125 is not for her. Lauren Murphy, I think she gave a great post-fight, and then even the post-fight interview with the media, she did great, too. She said, why the fuck is Jennifer Maya getting a shot? She's one-on-one, hasn't missed, she's missed weight, blah, blah, blah. I love that. Lauren Murphy's calling her shot, right? I would love if they did Lauren Maya and they did Andrade uh, Shevchenko. I think that would be best. Or flip it. Give Murphy Shevchenko and give Maya Andrade and then, you know, kind of eliminate it that way. I mean, there's not that many girls at 125 right now that are up there. Laura Murphy is up there. She looked great. I bet her on, on her. She was the final leg of my parlay, my slime ball parlay that I won. Thank you, Laura Murphy. I have made a strict rule of not to bet uh, female fights, but I was that confident that she was going to get it done. And the minute she stood up with her in the first round and it was competitive, the minute she got Dumble Unders, I told my buddy, I was like, it's over. This girl, wrestling pedigree or not, the haircut girl, Shikarova, the minute she got Laura Murphy got unders, I could just tell how much stronger and bigger and powerful she was. The minute it got to the grounds over. It was a it was a beautiful performance by Laura Murphy. Great stuff. Phil Hall's just Jacob Malcoon. Man, Phil Hall's is a fucking stud, right? So I flirted with this on my podcast just because I was worried about Phil Hall's cardio and chin. I mean, you fight a guy like Julian Marquez who isn't a world beater, but he can take it, right? He's as tough as they come. And then Phil fades and goes, wait, I've been knocking these dudes out. I've been hurting these guys with everything. Why isn't this guy going away? I thought Malcolm could have been that guy. He could have been a guy that just doesn't go away. Phil gasses. I didn't bet this fight. I picked Halls. I'm glad I didn't change my mind. This was one of those cases where I was underdog chasing, right? Devin and I were lining up on a lot of these fights, and I'm like, I need to, I need to chase an underdog here. I'm glad I didn't do Malcoon. Listen, Malcoon could be a good fighter. He got blitzed on. He got knocked out right away. Phil Halls is incredibly powerful, really good prospect. Malcoon four and one, right? But I think he was in the UFC because he's Whitaker's buddy. I, I saw some tape on him. I saw three of his fights. I think three of the four. He's okay. Right, he, I don't know if he's caliber yet. He's okay. Like he pushes the pace. He's good, kind of everywhere. Right. He's just not a jack. Of, he's not, he's a jack of all trades. He's just not a master of none or whatever the fuck that saying is. Um, give him a shot. Obviously, again, see what he does at 185. But uh, I just don't know if he's gonna really go anywhere. Uh, yeah. But I, I hope I'm wrong because you know whatever. Uh, Alexander Volkov is Walt Harris. Poor Walt Harris. I want to add him to my list of guys I'm never going to bet. And I definitely will never bet him again because the next time he fights, he'll definitely be an underdog and he'll probably knock somebody out and, and win people underdog money. Um, I'm too petty to bet for him. But Alexander Volkov, the minute I saw that back tattoo, I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's, this guy's, you know, these guys, that's a big back to get covered up. Um, Volkov fought perfect though. He stayed out distance and, and Walt fought a bad fight. I mean, that's, that's it. Volkov fought a really smart, great fight and, and Walt didn't. It, it's clear that, you know, Volkov had 40 fights and Walt has, you know, 20, you know, 23, 22. Um, so it, it, it makes sense of the fight IQ staying at distance, throwing those body kicks. Uh, he pointed those toes right to the body that hurt Walt. So that's how he finished them. Uh, Volkov looked great. Volkov looked really, really good. A guy that I would like to see fight some really, really top contenders. Um, you know, he obviously just lost to Curtis Blades, but he gave him he gave him fits for five rounds. 
Um, obviously, Curtis won that fight, but you know, you look at the, you look at the scoring, fifty forty five or whatever it was, and you think, oh god, Curtis steamrolled him. But if you watch that fight, Volkov had a lot of fight him. He could have quit. He could have gave up. He could have been like, fuck this. I don't feel like getting taken down again. But he didn't. He's got some heart, and uh, I want to see him against some real guys at a, at a heavyweight here. I don't have any names on the top of my list, but um, this is a guy that I'm interested in seeing. Co-main event, Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. This is one of the few fights I got uh, right opposite of Devin. Well, I think the only fight I got right opposite of Devin. I just hit all my hit all my fucking uh, hit all my um, mortals and sent them homes and stuff. Yeah, so Robert Whitaker. Um, this is a fight that's really hard. Listen, Cannonier's a tough dude. He's got this mystic thing around him. Um, he's he, he's he, he's really good. I mean, that's what he is. But I had real trouble picking this fight. I was leaning Cannonier, then I went to Whitaker. I just thought the speed was going to be a problem for Jared Cannonier, and then I thought the counters were going to be a problem for Whitaker. Whitaker kind of leaves himself out sometimes. He's very aggressive, um, but he fought really smart. He got his leg chewed up, uh, but Cannonier just really couldn't keep up with the jab, couldn't keep up with the hands. Didn't really know what to do with the speed, and then apparently got his arm broke. Uh, he blocked one of the kicks, snapped his arm, his, his forearm bone, and then... Um, and then he had the horrible gash. But Cannonier showed a lot of heart. They went to the ground. Rob had his back. I mean, Rob's not a killer on the ground. But Rob had his back, and he just stood up. And then he hurt Rob with like 40 seconds left to go in the third round. Great third round. I think some people maybe even gave it to him. I, this is the only round I think they – I think it was 29-28. The only round I think they could give Jared. I think he lost one and two convincingly. Uh, but Rob looked great. You know, this is a guy that, you know, people were saying were washed because Izzy knocked him out and he has been in too many wars and he looked great. He re- he's reju- rejuvenated. And I think it's just that Izzy's that good. I think people don't give Izzy enough credit, right? Izzy is that fucking good. And uh, Rob was in and out, landing that jab, right hand, beautiful kick. I said it uh, in my head. I think I maybe even told my buddy, doesn't matter. I he was setting up that head kick. The head kick was landing in, rock Cannonier. Cannonier couldn't even stand up, but you know, he's got the fucking power of the crystals. Those crystals propelled him, uh, made him stand up. Uh oh shit, wife. She's in the store and she took my card and she asked what my pen was. Uh doesn't matter. All right, so Whitaker looked fantastic. Co minute or main event time. I wanna I want to keep this short and sweet. We're at 34 minutes here. I fucking babbled on too much in the beginning. Khabib versus Justin. Jesus Christ. What to say about this? So Khabib retired. All respects to Khabib. Um, not one. I, I like Khabib. I love the mystique about him. I love um, when he fought, how he brought it, how he carried himself in and outside the UFC. But he was never like one of my guys, right? I never like wanted a, an Eagle t-shirt, right? I thought, you know, you know, I thought he was very unintentionally funny. I loved watching him and DC interact. Tremendous fighter though, right? Just unreal. I've always, I wanted someone to beat him. Like, you know, I usually root for greatness. I, I usually want those guys to go great. Like GSP's run. I didn't really want anybody to beat him. Like John Jones run. Well, John Jones is a little different. I do want people to beat John Jones. But usually I root for greatness typically. Um, with Khabib, I, I was finding myself always against him. Like I picked Connor. I picked Justin. If Tim and Tony fought, I would probably lean Khabib, but it was it was a toss up. It was, but I don't think I gave Khabib the proper respect. This motherfucker had mumps, was in the hospital, and I've never had mumps, but I looked it up. Apparently, it's extremely painful. It you're as contagious as can be. You're sick and you're like nuts and your balls hurt, like your balls ache and your taste buds are out of whack. It's crazy. Broke his foot and then broke his toe. I don't know if his toes were on the same broken foot or not. Either way, this dude came in there against a beast in Gaethje, banged the fuck up, 
and uh, he looked fucking fantastic. He went out there and, and he did what he did. First round, some judges gave it to Gaethje. Um, I need to watch it back. Listen, Khabib pushed the pace. Khabib was in Justin's face. Justin had a strategy to circle out, not get put it pinned against the cage. And Khabib goes, well, I'm just going to run right at you. Justin landed some good shots. Khabib showed that he can take some good shots. Khabib didn't land the best shots standing up, but it was just the pressure and it was the threat of everything. I think after that first round, Justin mentally broke. He got taken down in the first round and then got mounted and got arm barred. And uh, time ran out. And then the second round, you know, he landed some nice punches. Justin did. And Khabib's chasing him down, throwing knees, jumping knees, walking right into him, not being afraid of him. Justin was landing some serious leg kicks I knew was hurting Khabib. And then Khabib got the takedown. Justin, I felt like, didn't defend right. And then when it went to the ground, mounted triangle over. Um, I saw that triangle coming from a mile away. I don't know if Justin mentally quit or not. Or if he's just that bad on the ground because he never goes to the ground. He has talked about it. He said he needs to get better on the ground. Clearly he does. But uh, I'm a, I felt a little unfulfilled because I really thought Justin was going to bring it to him. And that didn't really happen. You know, I, I got to respect the the greatness of Khabib. Much power, much power and respect. What am I saying? Much respect to Khabib. Uh, fantastic career. 29-0. I loved his post-fight speech. He said he told his mom he's not going to do it anymore. He's a man of his word. He's a man of principles. Obviously, Islam, and he's got a, a bunch of other guys that are still fighting UFC, so we're going to see him here and there. Um, But even though a man of principles, I still, in my heart, thinks that if... I don't even know if it's money anymore, because I think he made 10 mil for this fight. I don't think it's money anymore. I think it's legacy. And I feel like... If they offer him GSP at 165 or whatever, 160, you got to take it, right? No title online, just main event it. It's two of the best going at it. I would love to see that. I would love to. I would love to see it. And right now, obviously, I know it's because Khabib's fresh off my mind and he looks so good. But I, I mean, I've picked against Khabib a lot. How the? Why would I pick against him with GSP? I mean, GSP is going to be a little bit bigger than him, but Khabib's going to be better everywhere. You know, I, I I would love to see that fight. I wasn't really too excited for that fight when Khabib had the title because I didn't want to I didn't want it to clog up uh, 155 when there's so many fucking stallions. But now that he's not doesn't have the title, take a year or two off. Maybe his mom will let him come back, or his mom says go get 30 and 0 because that's what is apparently what his dad wanted. His dad wanted him to retire 30 and 0. Go get 30 and 0. You know, your dad will be proud of you. Whatever. The only fight that makes sense is 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 GSP, and I love to see it. GSP's nearing 40, though, guys. So at this point, how competitive will it be? I don't know. All right, that's the show. Again, I want to keep it 40 minutes. Um, seven and four of my picks. Devin and I tied 4-4. Hit a parlay. I'm up a unit on the night. I had four units going. Uh, wait, how many units I have? One, two. I, yeah, four units going. I doubled unit. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm up a unit. Um, fights this weekend look awesome. I haven't gone over the card yet. Um, I, by the way, I love these guys that, that, that pick cards like a week in advance, right? Come on guys, like settle in a little bit, right? Like fights are going to get canceled. You're going to get frustrated. You're, you're pulling your plays in a week. It's really hard to pick fights on a Sunday and Monday. Let the last event breathe and then pick. I start picking tomorrow and I'll record on Wednesday. Not saying everyone needs to do what I do. But I think people need to let it breathe a little bit. That's, that's Just let it breathe. All right, so that's it. That's the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the support with uh, via live streaming. I was always so nervous of going live. 
uh, just so embarrassing that's like one viewer and it's like my mom, right? But I, I, you know, and I don't get embarrassed by stuff, so I don't know why that would embarrass me. But again, I, I, I like that we had some interaction. I like that people watched, even if they hated it, they watched. And um, it's definitely something I'm going to be doing a lot more of moving forward. Um, yeah. So thanks for the listening to the show. I'll talk to you guys later this week. We have the Pickums Anderson versus Hall on Halloween. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! Escort this gentleman to the door. Come on. Do you see that shit? Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.